Can this libertarian win his city council seat in Ohio? Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in the lovely eastern indiana and just a hop skip and a jump over to the state to my east over in ohio today we are joined by libertarian city council candidate joshua toms welcome to the brian nichols show what's up brother what's up good to be here good to have you on josh thank you for joining us here on the program do us a favor give us a quick introduction and uh why are why are you running for city council as a big l libertarian uh, wow, quick introduction. Don't really know that I can do that very well, um, but I'll try. Um, so when I was younger, I was kind of your default liberal. Um, eventually, I ended up going overseas, um, seeing a lot of real communism, real socialism, something that I was for at one point. And when I came back, um, I could see that my country was in shambles and I, I vastly changed my, um, my political beliefs. And, and then I got, I got involved. That's what I wanted to do was get involved. Um, and when I did, I realized that my local, local politics were actually under fire as well. Hmm. And that is why I'm running. And let's talk about that local politics. But first, I want to go back to something you touched on, and that is kind of going from this default liberal mentality to now, yes, running for office as a big L libertarian. Let's talk a little bit more about your evolution in terms of your your politics and, and frankly, your your philosophy, right? When you're approaching the way, obviously, you, you changed as a person when you become a libertarian. Um, I, I know I changed when I became a libertarian. Talk to us a little bit about what that journey was like coming from the left, because a lot of folks here on the program, um, and, and especially in our audience, they come from things from more on the right side of the aisle. So I think it's it's very interesting to hear your context coming from as someone from the left. <laughs> so it, it is every bit as drastic and, and intense as it seems. Um, when I was when I was young, um, I was exposed to things like Marx by the time I was fourteen years old. I started reading Marx. Um, I had a particular friend who even his parents um, were very much encouraging this sort of thing. And I was on board, man. It sounds it sounds it all sounds fantastic. Right. Why, why is there such disparity? Why? Why is wealth disparity, social disparity, that kind of thing, class disparity? Why does it exist? And all of it sounds very good in a topical way, but it it isn't. But either way, I bought into it for a long time. And um, eventually I, I decided I wanted to go abroad and I went to teach English. Um, and I lived mostly in China, but I was also in Vietnam and Cambodia. And then I was in um, South America and Ecuador and Colombia. And these have, to say the least, some very left leaning um, governments. Mm -hmm. And it, 
it was very obvious that this this kind of thing was a con right i was i was looking at the complete lack of participation of the people in their government right they had no say at all these politburos and you know the, it, it's all it's they circle the wagons and that's that right but everything is supposed to be equal right which would mean everyone would have some sort of say and that sort of thing and they don't um and it was scary and it's the scariest i guess because the standard of living between america and let's say a um a second world country mm -hmm. like china and shenzhen which is where i was at right which is considered china's um silicon valley it is still this kind of like whoa you know i mean their sanitation is is subpar their um their building codes are subpar and i'm not trying to be nasty towards uh other other peoples and and their governments but it's just true it was just true and i was like what's going on here you know these people are supposed to be the uh you know the 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 beacon of how these kinds of socialistic or marxist or communist governments work and I was very underwhelmed at their effectiveness. Well, so, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, please, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, no. Well, and, and just simply that, um, I, you know, I mean, and I, and I, uh, I love uh, Chinese culture. It's I've, something I've been enamored with since I was a child. So um, I have no hate at all towards these people. Uh, but the way their government's running was scary. And then I came back and I started seeing what was going on. And I had been gone during most of the Trump years, right? So I didn't see any of this. I come back, I see the absolute insanity that is going on. And I was like, wait, so honestly, I am not what it was I thought I was because I don't agree with anything I saw. And where am I? Where do I fit into all of this? And so I was like, well, I know I'm no longer left leaning. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Right. And eventually I said, well, you know, I, I seem to be understanding better how um, how property rights and democratization of government is appealing, why it's appealing. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was how I started um, making my foray into libertarianism. And and that kind of goes into I, I was curious if if there was maybe a um, a light bulb that sparked in you as well because you're running for city council obviously right and we talk about this mm, yes, many yes. times here on the show that the best way for us to actually have some real impact in our in our communities is to be involved and and the best way to be involved is to run for local office because more often than not either those races are run uh, unopposed or in many cases nobody runs at all right so it, it's actually a very easy uh, area for us to to have really some easy wins on the board with low barrier to entry and it really gives you a chance to make some direct impact in the area frankly that matters most your direct community so i was curious you know kind of josh as you're going through what are the main issues that you've identified in lebanon ohio that you want to focus on from a city council perspective and why a libertarian perspective for your solutions well just to slide in from one subject to the other yeah. other was that I realized that those countries had no participation, even at their 
local levels. And so I was like, well, you know, what's going on in mine, right? That, that's the most important thing. And what I could see, um, I literally have, this is all of just 2022's minutes in Lebanon, Ohio. When I started going through it, um, they were passing everything by emergency order, right? Uh, they, they, they bought cop cars by an emergency order. They, they bought a lawnmower, a $100,000 lawnmower <laughs> by emergency order. They changed yeah, nice the right-of-way in a street. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is, right? It better be. Um, but they changed the right-of-way of a street by emergency order. And this is all very suspicious, right? It's just weird. And you're like, you know what? They're, the process is the process. Why are they subverting it? Why are they trying to somehow move around it? And the answer, the answer I'm sure is complex. I, you know, maybe they can explain some of them, but, but some of them are rather stupid. And so it's like, okay, well, well, why are you doing this? Because you're casting suspicion on yourself. And that was why ultimately I got involved. I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. We need, we need transparency and they're not doing it. COVID got a lot of people involved in politics, um, got a lot of parents involved, frankly, in their school boards. Uh, that's where, you know, Tiffany Justice and Moms for Liberty has really blown up and they've been having a lot of success. Uh, it's, it's really changed the conversations that people have been having because I think COVID was the, the thing that we all experienced in some way, shape or form. And it really made us test our, our limits, right? Um, and, and frankly, how does that go forward, right? When everybody's being pushed to do something in some certain way, uh, it, it creates some some friction and division. So uh, yeah, no, COVID though, for the people to actually get involved, it, it was really kind of the uh, the, the big domino to, to fall, the first one to get more and more people to, to have these conversations. But let's go ahead and talk about uh, repealing tax credit ordinance 2016-078. Josh, what's that? Well, um, that is one that's more personal to Lebanites. Um, <clears throat> essentially, if you work within the city, but you live just outside the city, which is easy in a town of 20,000, um, you, in 2017, they amended this tax credit, which was a 1% tax credit. Well, now it's 0.5. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is definitely something that hurts local citizens. And worse than that, actually, is that our current mayor, Mark Messer, who, you know, I, I have no qualms with him as a person. Um, I don't, I actually um, quite agree with many of his beliefs, political beliefs, but he has ran on ridding us of this and yet has never brought it up, right? So people are electing him and hoping that he will introduce something in session and say, you know what, we're doing away with this amendment. We're going back to the 1% uh, tax credit. And yet he has never done that. Interesting stuff. All right, Josh, um, I want to you know talk about another thing that's very 
Uh, I think it, it's been hitting a lot more people uh, personally more recently, especially as we've seen more and more states become sanctuary states as it pertains to the Second Amendment. Uh, here we are in Indiana. Um, I think we we are a sanctuary state in that regards, uh, open carry. Uh, and you saw there was a, a, a would-be shooter, and I think it was in Greenwood Mall, and uh, a guy who just gotten his, his handgun two days earlier ends up taking out that guy uh, before he could cause a lot of damage. Um, so you're seeing a lot of people now trying to take this to the local level. And that's something you've proposed in Lebanon, Ohio. Give some context between uh, making Lebanon, Ohio a 2A sanctuary state or city. Well, me. first, oh, no, yes, that's and I didn't know that about the uh, the shooter there. That is that is and I'm pretty plugged in, but I hadn't heard that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Lebanon actually became nationally famous um, for this uh, abortion sanctuary or anti-abortion sanctuary. And for what are, whatever people uh, think about it, it didn't really do much, right? It, it wasn't something that like was preventing anything because we don't have any abortion clinics within the city. Um, so it got me to, to thinking, I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing some wins uh, in 2A across across the nation, but we are still hearing the rhetoric nationally that they're coming for we're coming for our guns. They don't they they don't want 2A to be a thing, and it's like wh wait why? Because that is what this country is. So I was I basically said to myself, what is something that we could do in that sense that would make that would actually do something. We want to use nullification. We want to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to make sure that these kinds of rights are protected. And so that is exactly why I, I said, you know what, this needs to be a Second Amendment sanctuary city, period. And it's just like you're you're going back to the Second Amendment, right? Like, I, I don't know why that's even controversial to, to have that as kind of the, the starting off line. But um, let's talk about going to uh, Second Amendment to the Fourth Amendment. We'll go two, two minutes up. In this case, talk to me about shot putter triangulation, uh, triangulation microphones and stingray devices uh, as it impacts your average uh, Lebanon, Ohio citizen. Wow. Um, it's, you know, uh, government overreach is something that is... Uh, out of control so these kinds of technologies like um like shot putter what, what the, the, <laughs> the, the shot that, spotter it, triangulation shot microphones? spotter and i'm sorry i never remember the name of it i sometimes i call it shot caller because <laughs> uh, because that's hilarious um but it's a triangulation right it, it's they basically they put them up on um like telephone poles or whatever and they're intended to if a gunshot goes off in the distance they're saying oh well we know where we know where it happened and almost always uh this these these technologies are funded by the federal government the local governments apply for them grants and that sort of thing and then federal government says sure we'll give that to you for free right here's this we do know in at least in one instance that they were basically just recording everything, not just gunshots. They were recording conversations and then they turned around and they used it in a court case. So you could be standing next to a light post or whatever in your hometown. And suddenly, you know, you're talking about something that, you know, God knows what and who cares? Because 
government doesn't have the right to tell you what you can say, right? And then you're being charged. And this is, this is evidence in a court case. And further than that is like the passive um, license plate readers mm. where a cop car can just roll down the street and they can be scanning beep, 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 each one of your license plates. And oh, whoops, this guy's got a warrant. But have you ever drove, have you ever driven a car that you didn't own? Right? I, I know I have, right? So I could be in the store getting groceries or God knows what. And then I come out and the cop is throwing me face first in the pavement because the person that's associated with this car has a warrant. And it's just violations all around, man, right? I don't think people realize the technology um, and how advanced it's getting, not only in the private sector, but also how government is then using that technology against us, right? The average citizen. Now, they can't go ahead and launch a, a state website or anything to save their lives, but they want to go ahead and figure out ways to, you know, whether it's get the, the hard-earned tax dollars from uh, average John Doe citizen, uh, you know, X, go, go, they'll go out of their way to make sure they spend oodles of money there. Um, but that's a conversation for a different day. Josh, do us a favor. Uh, to the voters who are listening to today's conversation, specifically from uh, Lebanon, Ohio, What's the, the, the case? Why should a, a, you know, the average voter make the, the switch from Republican or from Democrat and vote for the big L libertarian candidate in Joshua Toms? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so <laughs> Democrats don't do what they say. You know, they, they claim bodily autonomy and that sort of thing. But we know what they do. They... <laughs> Everything is bad to them. Everything is racist. Everything is bigoted and all this. But then the Republicans are supposed to be the kind of liberty, small government minded people, and they don't do what they say either. Right. And here we are. I'm in a town that is very conservative, very red dominated. And yet we have this happening. We have my local government literally abusing their ability to skip over the legislative process to keep people from coming in and saying, you know what, I don't have, uh, you know, I don't like what it is you're saying. Uh, and so the libertarian, the big L here is saying, you know what, we've had enough of this. It's transparency. I'm coming in. I'm saying, I, I'm going to say no to this kind of crap. The unanimous consent to these emergency orders, I will not consent to. It will be a vote no. It will be a vote no to taxes, any sort of tax levy, any sort of uh, increase in taxes. That's why. Joshua Toms running for Lebanon, Ohio City Council. Big L Libertarian, really appreciate you joining us here on today's episode. For final thoughts, I'll kick things off. Yes, this is the way uh, to those of you who are party players here with a big L next to your name as libertarians. This is the way to actually have a path to success. Um, I've talked about this many a time. I wrote an ebook back in January, how to win your local election, because it, it doesn't matter like how great your ideas are relative to candidate, you know, red team or candidate blue team. If you're trying to run for a state office or for a federal office without having some wins already on the board, we have to build up 
the, the bench first because that's how we establish trust with the average voter. And if you are, you know, a, a successful business owner or if you're a noted personality in your community and you have that big L next to your name, run for office, run for office and, and actually show it can be done and then helps establish that trust by building great libertarian policy for your community and make your community better. And then all of a sudden the idea is less become ideas and become reality to the average voter. And then that can help propel your campaign or other libertarians campaign to the next level. That's my final thoughts, Joshua. What do you have for us in your end? Wow, man, totally agree. Right. We cannot get ballot access in this state or that state, you know, and we work so hard for it. And I appreciate all libertarians that work for that kind of thing. But when then the time to vote comes for the gubernatorial or whatever, there's no bottom. There's no grassroots. We have to lift up through grassroots. That is the way. Um, guys, I really need mailers. I really need signs. I need door knockers, right? If you could go to votejoshtoms.com, right, and donate. Seriously, this is real. We're going to do something, right? And every single community is important. It makes your community important. My community is important. Please help us out, man. We are, we are trying to make this real. It's votejoshtoms.com. I will make sure we include those links in the show notes folks thanks for joining us if you got some value from today's episode you know the drill go ahead give it a share when you do please tag yours truly at b nichols liberty josh where can folks go ahead and follow you and continue the conversation oh uh, tw uh on twitter it's at toms for lebanon i think the same for instagram and facebook so guys please follow and follow my awesome host, Brian. This has been great. Thank you. Absolutely, Josh. Thank you for joining us. And folks, if you, again, got some value from today's conversation beyond giving a share, I'm going to go ahead and give you uh, an ask. And that is to please, if you're watching today's episode on YouTube, hit that like button and also hit the subscribe button. And when you're here, also hit that little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. Or if you're uh, watching us over on independent media like Rumble or Ben so uh, Swan's Sovereign, S-O-V-R-E-N, well, thank you for supporting independent media. But also, if you're joining us here on Sovereign, well, congratulations. You're seeing today's episode before anybody else it's your sovereign exclusive uh so if you want to go ahead and see uh today's episode before anybody else in the future uh we'll make sure you go ahead and support sovereign and support independent media like uh, ben swan sovereign so other than that uh, by the way today's episode is a podcast uh, if you head over to your favorite podcast catcher search the brian nichols show whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify youtube music or elsewhere uh just find the show hit download all unplayed episodes it'll start you off at episode one and uh fast forward 745 episodes we have some amazing guests that will leave you educated enlightened and informed and it would also help the show out as well so uh that's all i really have for you guys today uh, with that being said thank you for joining us on today's episode brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show for joshua toms we'll see you next time thanks for listening to the brian nichols show find more episodes at brian